All right. The recording is happening. Good. Keep me updated. Hopefully it works. Um, And we got to try to keep this uh, easy to edit. Understood. So um, I've got some bad news and some good news. Are you going to say hello to me or no? Oh, hi, Amanda. Hi, Abigail. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. It is, actually. Uh, no laugh for you. No laughter for you. No. That's Not today. That's because we're about to do some bad news. Uh-oh, what's the bad news? Also, it's a little bit of a joke life moment, mostly because my life is just a series of them. Um, so, as you might recall, I broke my computer. Oh, no. I have a bad feeling about what this story is. And um, the joke part of it is kind of like, I am really bad at spilling. I spill all the time uh, and have tried to orchestrate my life around spilling. Like, I can't stop spilling. So I try to, like, you know, make sure nothing gets destroyed in the process. I sure, I, every th- I can't have nice things, etc. I've been in your trailer. Every single thing is covered in plastic, like some sort of crime murder painting scene. Sure. Yeah, and also the um this the trailer makes it even easier to spill because like it's wobbly. I get it. Well, yeah. no, like, everything's small. Everything's small. So like, I mean, my hand, like if I stick my arm out, I'm like halfway across the trailer. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, when I was home, I kept moving. My parents have like a couch, and there's space between the couch and the table is really small. And I kept getting up to move to the bathroom, and every time I did, my butt would knock over something that was on the table, and my sister would look at me with hatred, and I would. I would be like, I'm not trying to do it. And she's like, but you're also not not trying to do it. So, so yeah, that would happen in my trailer. <laughs> yep. So, in all the times I've spilled things, I've never gotten it on my computer. But the, other, the other day, in some sort of catastrophe, mouse trap board game situation... I opened a cupboard and out fell a little spice container of garlic powder. Mm. All I did was open the cupboard and out came the garlic powder. It came tumbling out and knocked over the thing of honey that was sitting on the counter. So garlic, honey, and then the honey hit my little tiny juice cup of wine. Mm Mm-hmm. How many juice cups of wine did you have at that point? Uh, not that many. Probably like, I probably had three regular glasses of wine. Okay. It was Christmas Eve-ish. Ah, Christmas miracle. Yeah. Um, And the glass of wine, because of the way it was hit, completely turned... Like a dunk mm-hmm. tank, 180 degrees, and poured, even though it was only like two ounces of wine, poured it onto my computer, which was open and playing a video. And it just like, you could just see like the whole keyboard covered in wine. Oh. Um, so anyway, I had to drive several hours to an Apple store and like... Right. It was like, I, I was like, I need a Christmas miracle. I have to get to an Apple store before it closes for a few days because if I don't have a computer, I'll die. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and they assessed that there was a significant amount of damage to the logic board. To which you replied, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. When I walked in, I said, I broke my computer. Please help me. Like there, were, like, there was no point in trying to be like, I don't know why my computer isn't working. Because I knew the second they opened it up, it'd be like a glowing cabernet of obviously what happened. Like when I dropped my cell phone in the lake the one time I was invited to the Kemp's fancy getaway 30th birthday thing. And I said, oh, no. And I just stared at it. And Tyler was like, are you going to get that? Nope. Okay. And then he jumped in the lake to save my phone. Gave it to me, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I took it to the store, and they were like, has this has this been in the water? And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> and they they were like, it has, though. This is your opportunity to tell me why it's been in the water. And I was like, nope, no water damage. Yeah, no, Def- they, they can definitely yeah. tell. Um, oh, yeah, I, they know. I actually water damaged an iPhone with sweat because I was wearing Ew. it. Yeah, I was wearing it inside my bra when I went hiking. And apparently I sweat so much that it did water damage. And even like it's this thing on the inside. There's three different places on the inside of the iPhone. That show where it has damage. They basically like turn blue. They go from like white to blue if waters touch them. And I sweat so much it did that. Gross. Don't tell me gross stories. Anyway. Anyway. Dominic was like, (laughs) Dominic was like, well, I hope it was at least nice wine. And I lied and said, well, it was $8 wine, which isn't true. It was definitely $4 wine. Dominic doesn't need to know. You keep your nose out of this, Dominic. Anyway, Dominic took my computer away to ship it off to Apple to get repaired. And he said, is everything backed up? And I said, yes, of course, it's backed up on iCloud. Except for massive, huge dot band files. Right. And then, like, I'm familiar with the problem of storing gigabyte by gigabyte band files. Yeah, so then a day Dude. later I realized. Now, there's a possible. So if we lose those files. I don't want to hear your lies. If we lose those files, there are two episodes that I was in the process of editing that we would lose. Well, now it's gone. doesn't matter anyway. So we'll see. Well, they, sh- they don't have a reason to erase my files, so we'll see. So now we've lost... Three episodes of this podcast. We're about to hit as many lost episodes as we have actual episodes. Let's make an episode right now. Oh, so that was the bad news. Would you like some good news? Sure. I got you a present. (gasps) What is it? I'm going to show you. This is why I'm glad the video worked out because it is is a visual gift. Should we do a vlog instead of a podcast? I don't have space. No. No. (laughs) We could be YouTube star. Oh, reader, I'm looking at a very shiny, sparkly notebook that has glitter, gold glitter all over the cover. It's spiral bound. Um, It has some college ruled lined paper. I'm excited to use it for something. What's it for? Um, I, it Is was it my burn book. Yeah, it's your burn book. Just write your name in the front 16 pages and then I'll try to fit some other people in after that. Ha, ha, ha. Wait, read the back. Can you read that? It says, Baby's First Notebook. Actually, it says, You Style Collections Bedazzled. Yeah, it is. It Um, says, You Style, because it's my style. Well, I really wanted to buy you a lot of the trash that I found in the clearance aisle at the New Mexico Walmart I was at a couple days ago. 
I had to throw away my trash shoes, which is the last thing you purchased for me from the Walmart. So I maybe don't deserve any new Walmart treats. Why'd you have to throw them away? They were really gross, and I stored them under my... Maybe this could be my joke life moment. We were moving around our office a little bit to make room for some new employees, and um, I had my trash shoes underneath my desk, and one of our engineers was like, whoa, what are these? And like was totally <laughs> freaked out. Like he, he acted like maybe he saw a snake in the... He was like, like jumped a little and was like, whoa, what are these? And I was like, oh... <laughs> I muttered, those are my trash shoes. No one heard me, thankfully. And then he said, what? And I I said, I don't know. I'll throw those away. (laughs) And so he, like, watched me to make sure I did it. And I, like, picked them up, walked over to the tiny trash can, threw them in the tiny waste basket, and was like, weird. (laughs) I went back. Okay, well, that uh, so a story about my trash shoes is that my little niece, Ellie, who's like five and a half years old. Going on 35. Right. um, Had inquired about my trash shoes the first time she saw them. And she was like, what are those? An air of suspicion and concern, as one should have. And I said, well... I um my my trailer's parked in this dirt field where there's Ellie, all these... when you grow up <laughs> you'll lose the ability to do anything except shove your oversized feet into just kind of whatever's laying around and it's better if those shoes have no value and are kind of just pieces of cloth roughly sewn together with burlap on the inside and your little footsie just goes right in and then it's like you're a trash person wearing your trash shoes so I told her that I couldn't wear my regular shoes. Because I don't deserve it. Because I'm not a real human. Because I'm a trash person who destroys everything, as evidenced by everything. I said, there's all these, there's all these like burrs and dirt and stuff where my trailer's parked. So I have these shoes so that these shoes can get destroyed by all that stuff and my other shoes don't. So she... Uh, accepted that answer and filed it away in her steel trap memory. And then well, you're five and a half. You don't have a lot to remember. I will say, dude, she blows my mind. She got, she saw one of my mugs that I had painted and got really quiet while she was looking at it. And I said, what are you doing? And she said, I was just remembering that you painted a picture like this. What? And I was like, which I did. Like, I painted the mug. Probably and then it's the only thing you can paint. Right. I Like, I had figured out one thing to paint, and I was like, I'll paint this a bunch. Oh, no, I do the exact same thing. I'm like, I could paint a horse. Here's two ears and a face, and there you have a horse. As does she. It's been she. a while since I painted. <laughs> As does she. <laughs> she really does a lot of rainbows and yeah. a lot of fruit trees. Sure, Yeah. You know, once you find something you're good at, you just need to stick with it and just keep keep going with it. I get it. Anyway, so she <clears throat> files away the information about the trash shoes. And then about three months later, she asks me, like, I, I've moved, right? So I had been staying at our friend Christy's house, and now I was on the road. And she, Ellie had a lot of questions about that. And... um. And she said, wait, so you aren't where the dirt is anymore? (laughs) 
And yet, the trash shoes remain. And I Because said, while the dirt has gone away, I am also still here. And I said, no. And she said, oh, so you don't have to wear those special shoes anymore, right? <laughs> and I was like, why is a five-year-old judging me for my shoes? Listen, people have two reactions we've learned. Fear and suspicion upon seeing the trash shoes. By the way, I feel like we should explain what trash shoes are 20 minutes into this segment. Basically, they're like burlap shoes that are easy to put on your feet that you just slide your foot in. They're like slip-on loafers. Yeah, that's a good description. Made out of canvas burlap. They look like punishment shoes that, like, a slave might wear in the Roman century times. Or, like, or like, um, like a pioneer would wear them inside of their little hut made into the hillside. Yes. Ma would wear them while doing chores in Little House on the Prairie, for sure. Yeah. To Actually, Ma would feet. probably be too good for them, to be honest. Ma would be like, Laura, you're not allowed to wear those. And then Mary would be like, Ma, I never would wear those ever. Anyway, I'm going to stop with my trash shoes slash Vic with Little House on the Prairie. Oh, God. (laughs) It's like, I come into the podcast with a list of things. And then this happens. Anyway, let's get to your list. I I have one thing for the list, and I want to get to your list. So let's let's list time. I, I will say, I did get myself a present, too. What is it? Is it from the U-Style collection, Bedazzled, as well? It's not. Oh, that actually looks nice. Hmm. It says, love and peace, dot to dot. It's not a coloring book, because I'm not allowed to buy those anymore, because I have too many. So it's probably something exactly like a coloring book. Yep. See, that's cheating, because you can see what the picture's going to be already. You know, I thought that. But then I and did then this. I was too dumb to do the <laughs> yeah. dot, dot. No, and let I me didn't show make you. any picture at all. No, let me show you the one I made. So first of all, is it, it a is it, it a rainbow, a fruit tree, or a horse? It turned out it was a word, which I was not expecting. Surprise! Yeah, plot twist. Also, I don't know what the word is. But I did. But I did connect. I did connect the dots correctly. She did, and it says R A K K A U S. Rackus. I don't Rackus? know, man. I don't know either because it literally does look like you cl- corrected. Like I did. did there's yeah. Oh there's, my God. Connected the dots. I remember thinking, "Whoa!" Like I remember being really delighted the whole time, being like, "Wow!" I can't believe I can't figure out what this is. They've done such a good job. And then I finished it. I was like. What is this? They did such a good job making it a different language that I don't speak. Also, the whole thing. That'd be such a funny gift to give someone. There's an answer key. Oh my god. Did you even examine this book? Ah, it's Finnish for love. Well, that's nice. There we go. A little tip. Raucous. Raucous. Yeah, Yeah, this is sort of an educational podcast. It's all love and peace themed, and it's weird. There's different sections that they, so it's like symbols of love, words of love, international symbols of peace, general happy things. Hang on. Let me find the other one I was working on. 
Oh, dead air, dead air. Um, it's odd that the word raucous would be the word for love. Maybe I already made that observation, but I'm going to say it again because I believe that in my heart. That is weird. Maybe, I wonder I what the root... Ru- oh, here we go. Oh, God, what is that a drawing of? <laughs> that's an that's an Indian by a teepee. Yep. Why is that a symbol of peace? I don't know, man. It's not all the way filled in, so maybe it's a it's an imaginary oh, yeah, no, picture got, of, like, believing America. I got bored. See, like, Christopher Columbus's ship sailing away from America, never having landed. He's imaginary doing, images he's doing of something peace. with his hands. Don't fill it in. It's going to unleash a spell. Number 37. Native American with peace pipe. <laughs> that is peaceful. I yeah. wish I was feeling peaceful right now, if you know what I mean. Um, speaking of, should peace we do pipes? the list? Speaking oh, of peace list. Pipes, yes. Have you seen the movie with Sinbad where he's a genie? No, I haven't because it doesn't exist. Did you ever think it did exist? Um, I kind of, I'd heard about this a, a, like a while ago um, and then forgot about it. And then I read that article about it and into the article, I thought, oh, it must be Kazam. Like, I was like, I must be thinking of, like, I must just not be thinking of it correctly. But the weird thing is, the more they talked about it, the more I could totally imagine it. And I felt like I had memories of it. And the Berenstain, things, Ber- the Berenstain Bears thing always throws me because I do remember it being spelled a different way. I remember it being spelled a different way, too. But then when I look at the picture, when I look at any picture of the cover, I'm like, no, that looks real. Yeah. So I, like, I don't know if I ever wrote it out myself. I think I just had it in my head. Anyway... Yeah, so there's this thing called the Mandela effect, and it's when huge groups of people have a memory that isn't real. Right. Um, and so apparently, I, I, you know, have watched like two movies in my entire life, so I was not affected by this particular um, experience. Sleight of hand. Ooh. But there's this movie that didn't exist... That, Shazam. That people said. They had memories of like renting, watching. Yeah, seeing it at Blockbuster. And it was the comedian Sinbad and he was a genie. And it was like the movie Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. Kazam? Is that what it's called? Shazam? Yeah. The sh- no, Shazam's the one with Sinbad that maybe doesn't exist. And Kazam's the one with Shaquille okay. O'Neal. Yeah. So, um... I had seen the Shaquille O'Neal one because my brother was a huge Shaquille O'Neal fan. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I never even knew about this thing. But there's so many people. And I read this thread on Facebook where people were like, I am so freaked out because I like have all of these memories that were never like no one else put in my head. I was I was like, this is so interesting. And then I read a tweet where someone was like, wow, it's amazing that we had to invent this whole way of ignoring the fact that maybe we just, like, are wrong about stuff. And I was like, oh, that's true. Well, yeah, the, well, and that's the thing. Um, someone was someone else in this thread basically was like, yeah, memories are completely unreliable. That, like, every memory you have, every time you remember an old memory, you damage it. yeah. And so then when the next time you remember it, it's actually, it's like a game of telephone. You're remembering it the last time you remembered it. 
and it can get damaged all the way through the process. Well, and also if someone tells you something like about when you're a little kid, um, you can I feel in, like sometimes you create it. Yeah, you like acquire the memory yeah. sort of because, right. you know, yeah, that's kind of like in The Giver when he gives him all the memories and then he he uses them like he'll like think about it and it like dims like it's I like less I haven't vivid. read The Giver. Wow. What's it like not to go to school in America? You didn't go to school. And yet somehow I read it. It literally was like on everybody's reading list for like every grade, I feel like. I know. Somehow I skipped it with my variety of schools. I think there was like some, you know how like some schools read it in fourth grade and some schools read it in fifth grade or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I, because, that makes sense. Because I went to like four different schools, I think some stuff I got like 20 times and some stuff I missed. Oh, it's a good book. It's like a American classic. Yes, I've heard. Um, I was anyway. going to make a Harry Potter reference about how... Ooh. About how Take I always there. thought it was cool how they, if you had a pensive, you could like store the memories, blah, 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 blah. And I was reading this article about memory and how it's useless. And I was like, oh, Harry Potter is real. Yes, absolutely. We've known that for a long time. I though. know. I just like proof. It's all part of a plan. What's next on your list? I don't remember. Um, do you feel like you have anything you remember that didn't happen other than most of my life is how I feel? I feel like you don't remember most of your life. I, um, wait, what's your question? Do I have any like mistaken memories? Yeah. Um, sometimes I forget stuff. But you're like a super rememberer. Yeah. You like are way more than the average person. You remember things down to like very specific details. So it must be... It's different for you. And I'm like, I think a worse rememberer than usual. Like, I have a lot of trouble remembering things. So, which must be frustrating for, I don't know, everyone, but especially for you. Sure. Um, I think, like, it surprises me if someone tells me something and something that I feel like I should have remembered and I don't remember it at all. They're like, oh, remember, like, when this terrible thing happened to the two of us when we were in college? And I'm like, no, so-and-so said that about me? And they're like, yeah, it was awful. And I'm like, I don't remember that. And I'm like, oh, in my head, I'm like, clearly I like blocked it out. Like, right. My, my subconscious so traumatic was like, and horrible. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Um, and. And so, like, I've noticed when things like that happen um, and then other times, like it, it, it basically really freaks me out if like someone has a memory that I don't have. And I'm like, whoa. And I know that as I get older, that's just how it goes. Like, my brain is only so big. Like, s- some memories are are going to slip away. Um, and I wish I could be choosier about what they are. Because I have a lot of really traumatic memories that I wish would slip away. That would be great. Um, one of our... Uh, old family friends. I may have told this story on a podcast that got deleted, so let's, bear with me if it comes out again. But one of our old family friends kept um, very detailed diaries of every single day of his life. He like wrote down what happened that day, and he had a really interesting life. Um, and he did that from the time he was like ten or something, and it's insane. And he died at like ninety six. And I thought about how neat that would be to go back and be like, oh, what did I do June 7th, 1994? Like, what was I thinking about that day? And what was the occurrences of the day? You know, such a simple thing to do. And yet I don't ever do it. Yeah. um, My my grandmother's second husband 
had journals like that. And I remember one time I was like snooping through their house and I found a one time <laughs> and I found a drawer with all of them. And I was like, what are these? And I couldn't help myself. I like pick one up and like flipped through it. And I was like, oh, this is so mundane. Because every time I've ever kept a journal, it's to like write down feelings. Sure. Um, or to be like, um, I don't know what the word is. Like to like like I have some sort of wisdom or like beautiful thing to write. Like some sort of self-important. <laughs> like I must write this down. Right. Um. Like. And me. So, right. The world needs this pen to paper. <laughs> and and his was like went to dinner at such and such had lunch with blah blah worked this afternoon in rancho you know it was just like mm-hmm. it was just like, like a factual diary yeah, yeah like a factual diary and i was like man boring and i could tell that this whole dresser drawer was just full of these and i was like and he was 90 something and i was like man he's been doing this forever i do know that i do a pretty <clears throat> i keep a pretty good calendar um, and I even try to add stuff that's happened in the past so that I can always jog my memory. Because if I, yeah. like, if I'm filling out a form and it's like, or like, when was your last period or whatever, I can very easily deduce from the information that is in my calendar what else happened that day or mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so. Our family friend who died had been like a fighter pilot and a prisoner of war and in like every single war ever. So his diaries were pretty interesting, I would say. And he would like read to us from them sometimes. And it was like, whoa, you were a prisoner of war for two years. And that was like the most horrible thing I can ever possibly think about. And you had all these like thoughts and feelings about it at the time. And I don't even know what Vietnam is because I'm 13, but cool, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think like. Yeah, if you have, you know, 90 years worth or whatever, I bet it could be turned into a pretty good book if you like, you know. Oh, he had like a bunch of books and he was in like the Library of Congress. And yeah, no, it was all taken care of. Don't worry. But I was still just like, that's amazing that you keep doing it. Like, I don't know. I guess at that point, it's such a habit. Yeah, I've started um, because I tend to record even though I have a good memory. Um I like have I've I have this reputation of like saving everything, um, taking a million pictures. Right. You always want to take pictures of everything. Yeah, and I've stopped. Like I've I've started trying less hard. Um, and one of the things I recently did was I didn't back up my text messages. Uh, oh wow! And that's something that I've been doing for I don't know six years. Ever? Yeah, like yeah. since I got an iPhone, and I have every text message ever backed up. And um, and recently, this was like a couple months ago. I really needed space on my phone. Story always, always an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like. Well, I could delete all these text messages, but first I need to back them up. Uh, that's hard work. Okay. Like when will I, and then I was like, wait, no, I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. No one else backs up text messages. Like this isn't a real thing. And I don't even use the backups, right? It's not like I go searching for something. In fact, I think we use them for stats though. You were like, oh, we've sent 35,000 text messages in the past eight years or eight minutes or whatever it was. And I liked that. Like I, I always love like stats, analytics, numbers about my own life. 
Yeah. But I never liked looking up old text messages. It, it always makes me feel awful. Yeah, Even if it's like fine and good, it's still just like, oh, like the past. Right. It just feels, I don't know. It feels. It, it just, it's like looking in a window or something. It's just like, like you're not opening, supposed to be doing it. Or like opening a closet and then it has kind of that weird yeah. smell. And there's like a box and you know if you open the box that there's pictures in there that you kind of like aren't bad pictures, but it'll just make you sad. Right. You're like, you're like, on the one hand, maybe I'll find this like sweatshirt from high school that I loved. And on the other hand, maybe I'll find this like letter that Band a boy t-shirt wrote that me. I wore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we broke up. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I deleted well, them. I deleted, I deleted them. I deleted the text messages. Um, wow. That's big for you. Yeah, and it was, like, so easy. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so much easier to delete things than to do the whole damn process of backing them up. Kind of like our podcast Kind files. of like what happened with our podcast, yeah. Glad we both got to say that in our own special way. Anyway, I, like, vaguely mentioned it to my therapist. Like, and, oh, like, here's the thing I did. Yeah, not even, like, right when I did it. Like, it came up another time. <clears throat> it came up another time. And she was like, hang, she like interrupted my story to be like, you did what? That's huge. And I was like, oh, wow, you really do know me. You were like, that's right, bitch. Personal growth. Learn it. Know it. Live it. I sometimes feel because she's in school. So she has her master's degree and she's getting her PhD now. And I sometimes feel like I'm like, yeah, like now you'll get an A. I deleted my text (laughs) messages. That's the most codependent, insane thing to think. Like, I'm helping you. By helping myself. No, that's but that's normal. That's how people like relate to other people. It's never. I don't like, think that way. No, it's everyone you, can burn. No, like you're. I live. Like your thoughts about other people that you are in any sort of relationship with are always like two way thoughts. How? You always you always are like. Like, that's what a relationship is, that you give, you take, they give, they take. No, I think everyone in the world is an autonomous being, crashing around, bumping into things. Oh, I wish. Mm. That's my dream. Yes. What else is on your list? I don't know. I left my list in the car by accident. But you were so excited about it and spoke of it so often. I had a fun game I wanted to play, which isn't really that (gasps) fun. Yes, let's play your fun game. I want to play. Okay, okay. So the premise of the game is that you have to think about what everything that you know about the other person, and what would you pick for them their name? If you were going to pick for them a new name that was going to be their name forever, what would you pick? That feels like a hard game. I don't get it. I just thought your name should be Saffron, and I thought about that earlier today, and I was like, Abigail's name should be Saffron. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like it fits in with your like vibrant personality and your hippy dippy nature. I mean, I feel like it's one step away, which is also an awesome name. You feel like what? Say say that part again. It was cutting out a bit. Oh, I said I feel like it's one step away from Faraby, which is also sort of you know an awesome name, and it was almost your real name. So yes, um, I do not feel like Saffron and Faraby are related <laughs> sad Faraby feels like a southern name and saffron feels like a celebrity name it does feel like a celebrity name you're born to be a star mm. 
I okay. think my for oh, you, you want me to pick a name for you? Yes. What would my name be? What should I change my name to? I don't know. I mean, I used to hate the name Amanda before. Like, I hate it now. When I, I was like a, when I, I was know. A, when I was a kid, I hated it. Yeah, I feel like when I was a kid, every Amanda I knew went by Mandy, which every Mandy I ever knew was a bitch, and I hated Mandy so much. Sorry if your name's Mandy, anyone who's listening. But I liked the name Mandy. Um, I liked the books with the girl named Mandy in them. I didn't Mandy read... Mandy Solved Mysteries. Yeah, I didn't read those because I tried one time and it was a really weird premise. It is a really weird premise. Like, it's so confusing thinking about it and as an adult. I remember reading them over and over again, trying to understand the premise and trying this to understand the really, geography. This is a super lit-filled podcast. We've got The Giver. We've got Little House. we got Mandy. You know, we're kind of uh, lit experts, I would say. I mean, I, I, I did go to library school. I'm a librarian-ish, so. <laughs> I, I would call myself a reader. Mm-hmm. I'd put quotes around that. Yeah, I've read. Um, okay, you were trying to wrap your head around the geography. Yeah, but it's kind of a boring story, and it's only applicable if people have um, heard of Mandy and her series of mystery books. Uh, so maybe I d- I one out this, of our I did zero the listeners. Same, I did the same thing with the boxcar children because the uh-huh. time. Like I was always trying to figure out the timeline. Oh yeah, the timeline is so confusing. I've I've thought about that one too, and the grandfather. But also the the mom, yeah, it's so confusing. And like, yeah, and and wait, because it because basically it was kind of like all the mysteries happened at the same time in alternate universes, not like yes. there was any sort of sequential way. Yeah, well, but then also it was confusing because the new boxcar children books came out, and there was the old ones which didn't have technology, and the new ones I think did. And I don't think I know different. the new ones. Oh, any of any of the ones that we probably read is like young adults were the new ones i think because the original ones were written during like depression era and they were very different hmm yeah, indeed i have a question for you yes do you have any resolutions or any plans oh. for 2017 well i'm very excited about 2017 because it's my favorite number it is. Oh, wow. Um, I have been looking forward to the year for a very long time, simply because of the number. There, here's a Are sa- you going to do a special birthday? Oh, I don't know. Birthday year. Birthday year. <gasps> Yay. Um, for a long time, I was like, oh, I should like get married or have a kid in 2017. But that's not happening. <laughs> so it's just let's just feel sad and depressed about that. What a resolution. Mm-hmm. My God, I was I hoping for maybe like read a book a week, but you really went for the went for the jugular that on that was, one. That was a that was a um a wish and a dream from a long ago person. So that I am not anymore. So Are you trying to get Haley an A? <laughs> she gets so many A's, dude. Yeah. Um I so I don't feel like I have a specific resolution, except I'm just really excited about like life on the road. Yeah. You're already kind of living most people's resolutions. So well right. done. Pretty much every person who ever talks to me says, I'm so jealous. I would love to do that. And I want to be like, like, I hate being the bitch who's like, everybody says that, but also it is literally the thing every person says to me. 
I want to be like, yeah, do it. It's great. No, most people feel like they have too many ties, like, holding them down, you know? Yeah, fuck ties, man. (laughs) Kids, marriage, whatever. Goodbye 2017. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have kids. Their names are Grayson and Ever. I have a marriage. Her name is Farabee. Oh, Lord. Bam. Area woman mar- marries metal to births fur babies. This is an article in The Onion, I swear We're to God. We're an American family, all right? A modern family, if you will. Dude, I'm real proud of my potty-trained cats. I'm not going to lie. They're getting, I do not want to talk about this. They're getting real good at traveling. They're not scared of the car anymore. Just you wait. They're just lulling you into passivity, and then they're going to turn on you real quick. No, never. They're they my... ran away the other day. You can't even tell me that they they're trained. They didn't run away. They they went exploring like wild animals, which they are. Domesticated cats are not wild animals. Don't tell them that. Oh, brother. Yesterday, I was walking. Ever and I were taking a walk. I was holding her, and she was, you know, terrified. And then a bunny went hopping by. And she suddenly forgot to be terrified because she was like, a bunny. And I was like, yeah, see, you should enjoy these walks. I'm sure your little lecture helped a lot. Can you hear the dogs barking? Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to give the most insane diatribe about that, but that's fine. I'll, I'll just not. My gift, my Christmas gift to you. I feel like I didn't come up with a name for you. All I said was I used to not like the name Amanda. Yeah, and then I started talking. So my Christmas gift to me too. I feel like uh, I feel like all the names I would pick for you are names that I already know that you are into. Like what? Like Margaret or Mary. Mary? I'm not into the name Mary. Rosemary. You don't know anything about me. You could be Rosemary, Rosemary and I could be Saffron. Oh, that's so weird. And we could be twins. Oh, my God. We were just talking earlier about how obsessed you are with twins and uh, how you want. I love them. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I feel like you and Thea psychically manifested Ellie into having twins, by the way. um, Yes. So our friend Ellie is pregnant with twins, and I'm losing my mind because I'm obsessed with twins. I'm obs- I've, I've been obsessed with twins my entire life, and I feel like a lot of kids are, but I like... I feel like kids outgrow it around like seven or eight and I never outgrew it. Um, when I like when I was 12, I made my friend Veronica be my twin and we had fake twin names and we I made us wear matching clothes and like she begrudgingly went along with it. Um, Veronica's the nicest person I've ever not met in my life. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she, I, I was impressed. Um, if you had twins, what would you name them? This is like so boring. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you keep asking me name questions? I'm sorry. I don't know. It's just on my brain, I guess. Okay, so... Are you pregnant? Resolutions. Oh, my God. No. Are you sure? Name questions is such a pregnant thing. Is it? No, I was just thinking about it today because someone called me Emenda, like, in an email. They were like, Amenda. And I was like, that's so interesting. What if my name was Emenda? And then I started thinking about when you change, when people change their names when they get married, which I have such strong opinions about. And I was like, what if when you got married, your husband was like, here's your new first name. And that was just like your new name you went by. Because that's kind of what they do now where they're like, here's your new last name that you go by. 
Well, I which is like crazy because that's not your name. There's like religions where when you join the religion, you change your name, or if you like become a priest or the pope Ooh. or the queen. The queen, yeah, you gotta pick your name though, like a badass. See, that's agency, man. That is agency. I feel like you get to pick your name, too, if you're the Pope. Man, I went to a Christmas party uh, two weeks ago, and I had a little too much to drink. Don't tell anybody. And uh, we kept... I met this TV writer there, and we kept talking about the young Pope, this new TV show on HBO, and it's Jude Law, and it looks like all he does is, like, bang people and murder people, and he's the Pope. It's crazy. It looks like the most insane show, and there's no way to figure out what the hell it's supposed to be about. It's just crazy. And we spent so much of the party pointing at each other, shouting, the young Pope, this guy fucks. The young Pope, this guy fucks, like, over and over again for literally probably 20 minutes. So that's how much I had to drink. And then yeah, later, I, I want like a cactus. I I need to have a drink. Oh, my God. This story is so boring. Like, on one of our lost episodes, you started talking about the cactus, and I was like, no. All right, I've taken the hint. Do you have any resolutions for me? You have nothing. You're just living your best life. No, but I was going to say that your name Mm -hmm. you picked. What? Oh, Amanda May? Uh Uh-huh. I stopped going by it this year. You did? What? Like, I don't put that on anything anymore. Why? I don't know. I just stopped. It seemed frivolous. Wait, you picked a new name that you went by professionally and personally for over 10 years, and then you stopped. Well, there's no one else with either name in the world, so it doesn't really matter. It's not like I need to distinguish myself from the other Amanda Mikey out there. No, I get that, because my name's kind of similar. But like Just me, all of my lonesome. No husband, no kids. No, no cats. No, no cats. No, no tin can. Nope. I've got nothing. Except this messy house. I sound like a housewife in a Virginia Wolf novel. I don't think I've read any it, Virginia Wolf. But I did see the movie. The Hours. Well, we all saw the movie. The Hours. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. I like the part with um, Ed Harris. Okay, now this is devolved again. Wait, which one? Is, where is he? When is he in the movie? Uh, he and Meryl Streep are friends, and is he, he is plays... He, does he have AIDS? Yeah, he's the artist. Cool. Is he Jackson Pollock? Yeah, maybe. No, I think he's Jackson Pollock in a different movie that came oh. out, like, the same year. I anyway. like him I like him in um, the movie about divorce and kids. He's good in everything. Yeah, that's true. But divorce I haven't seen him kids. in many things. Uh, I think that's him and Susan Sarandon and Julia Roberts. Is that him? Oh, stepmom. Yes. Is uh, that him? I feel like you love stepmom. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. I do love stepmom. I'd I probably mean, break up a happy marriage to marry Ed Harris like today. I get were, it. Weren't they That's already shame. broken up when he started dating Julia Roberts? I don't know. I like the I said, young, I hot photog. Was she? I just remember her telling the young girl some sort of horrible slur to say to the boy. What? Remember, she was like, tell him he's a a snowblower or something. She did that? Or... or... Yeah, because Susan Sarandon got really mad about it. It was like, don't teach my daughter dirty things to shout at boys at school. Which, she has a fair point. Yeah. No, it was was all... um... It was all it's overstepping it was all, your bounds, stepmom. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, I remember Susan Sarandon's beautiful house and then her smoking pot outside of it. Scandalous. That probably wasn't even supposed to be in the movie and they just worked it in, you know? No, it's because she had cancer. Spoiler alert. <gasps> oh, tragedy. And so she realizes she needs to make nice with the stepmom and teach the stepmom how to be the child, the parent, child, whatever words. <laughs> it's a good movie. Hmm. My only resolution for the new year, I feel like I probably should just have one. Do you want me to ask you what your resolution is? No, you don't seem to give a shit about this resolution segment since you keep uh, deflecting and then not engaging. But you're the one that left your list in the car and I am carrying this podcast on my bare shoulders. I'm so glad. I know, right? Like Sisyphus. Wait, no, he's the wrong one. Atlas. Oh, God, can't remember anything anymore. Which one is, what are we saying? Sisyphus is the Greek guy who pushed the rock up the hill and then it went down to the bottom of the hill and he pushed it up again over and over and over and over again. And Atlas is the guy. Well, he was in hell. He was damned to do it forever. It was punishment. Um, Hence the phrase, a Sisyphean task. is like if you keep doing something over and over again and you have to do it and it's terrible. Um, My life. Yeah, basically just everyday life is also found in the dictionary under that. Um, and then Atlas is the god who carries, he's actually one of the titans, I think, who carries the world on his shoulders. And he moves around and carries the entire world on his shoulders. Is that where the name Atlas Shrugged comes from? Uh, I think so. Hmm. I haven't read that. Nobody has. Fun fact. Wait. Oh, no. People just read The Fountainhead? No, people people read both. I'm just making a terrible Ayn Rand joke that wasn't actually funny. Lit for Litcast, our new podcast. Our new podcast. We read that we're books. doing right now. Sort of. We try to remember the Wikipedia entries of books that we haven't read is essentially what this has come down to. Or we've seen movies based on books. And we're trying to well, remember the seen... movie or the Wikipedia of the movie. Yeah, which likely. I often look up when I see trailers for movies that are thrillers that I know I'm never going to see because they're just a little too scary. But I will look up the Wikipedia so I can know how the mystery ends. Like that one movie with Lindsay Lohan and she, she it's a twin movie, I think. Or she's a ghost or something. A twin or a ghost and Lindsay Lohan. There's a Can car a accident or a murder. No. Freaky Friday. Hang on. Let me Google. Those are both no, good guesses. Those are both good guesses, by the way, because they both do kind of Lindsay Lohan. My computer just automatically pulls that up now because it's my most searched thing. Thriller. So it's just like more about Lilo. And Ghost I'm like, yes, thank you. Movie. Watch It's Not Her and it's like some other starlet and I'll never be able to find what I'm talking it's about. Misha, it's probably Misha Barton. I Know Who it's Killed Me, Barton. 2007. Good lord! How do you even know that? What you wait now? Now you're. Do you know what I'm talking about now? No, I've never seen it. The film's story revolves around a student's twin who was abducted and tortured by a sadistic serial killer. She manages to make it out alive, but after she regains consciousness in the hospital, she insists that her identity is that of another woman. That sounds so boring. The trailer, like, suggested this, like, mystery, like, twin switching places confusingness. Yeah. Oh, 
And maybe it's like twins that were separated at birth, and so like one dies and one lives, and the one who lives they think is the one who died. There's, it's you know, it's just a whole identity, and one of them's like a sex worker, and one of them's like a pretty girl in college or whatever, you know, you know, one of those. All right, should we uh, do some joke life moments? I didn't actually get to say what my resolution was. <laughs> hey, Amanda. So, sure. Hey, Amanda, do you have any resolutions for 2017? Well, Abigail, let me tell you, I'd love to uh, make my movie. I feel like that should only have one goal, and I should just do that, and that should be my goal. That's my resolution. That's great. Thank you. And also to... Um, oh, so maybe not just pu- one goal? <laughs> no, I was trying to find a way to plug my book since I plugged it on a lost episode. So I don't think you actually did plug it on a lost episode, but go ahead, <laughs> plug it. Uh, I wrote a book. It's of sh- I know, it's short stories. Um, we'll put a link on twogirlstalking.club, the official fan site and home of all things Two Girls Talking. Yeah, it's a, it's um, a boppin', hoppin' corner of the web. Yep. Um, anyway, it's short stories and pictures that I took, and I did the layout, and I printed it myself, and I will mail it to you. And if you like, I can sign it or write a note inside. It's up to you. And it's only $10, which is so cheap and free to have a little piece of my heart with you at all times also Do our it. friend christy is the cover photo and she does such a good job people like have told me they bought it because they like that picture so much and i'm like good false advertising nothing inside is as good as that people talk to me about the picture too oh they did what they yeah, say um they were like i didn't even realize at first that was christy and then they asked if it was a posed picture. And I said, no, but Amanda took it because it looked so, like, legit. Like this It was co- kind of posed. No, Christy was laying there on the floor. But then we, it's in a series, though, on my phone where we made her do a bunch of stuff. Like, we made her, like, pretend to hold a bottle of alcohol, like, wear sunglasses. <laughs> and, like, so it is kind of posed in that we, like, made her do all these shots. And I kind of remember telling her, like, look really sad and look kind of dead. And she did that, so. But she already, but she already did look that way, which is why She you was already slumped to the ground. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I it didn't was... think she was going to let me use it because her skirt is so short, but she's a good sport. And she was like, of course you can use it. Like the true American hero she is. She is an American hero. And she should always wear short skirts. I know. She looks awesome. Yep. All right. Joke life moments. Uh, did I not mention my trash shoes striking fear to the heart of others <laughs> and throw them out? I feel like my joke life moment has been covered. Actually, this whole episode's kind of been one joke life moment after another, I which think, is kind of the point of joke life yeah, moments. I think that's. Oh, we have a user submission. Should you go to that? Yeah, no, you should go to it since I... Do you have it there? Can you read it? Yeah, I can read it. This reader, let me tell you, we were very surprised today to get a message. Um, Was not expecting it at all, but because, you know, we figured nobody but us listens to this podcast. Also, we uh, ask for joke life moments submissions <laughs> all the time, and we rarely get them. In fact, when we do get them, they're texted to us, not submitted through our website. 
but we'll take what we can get and we're ever grateful for anyone who submits one. We're not discriminating. And if you'd like to submit your joke life moment and get a shout out on air, you can do that at two girls talking dot club where you can also buy my book. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, uh, okay. This comes from Maddie. It says, hi, my name is Maddie. First off, I absolutely love your podcast. It makes my day. My friends and I are all huge fans and love listening. Aww. One of my, mi- I know. So Nice. But I'm a little suspicious. Who are these friends? And who is huge fans? Love listening? This is all a bit suspicious to me because I can't imagine anybody feeling that way. But okay. One of my many joke life moments happened yesterday. My friend and I were going to see La La Land, which I loved. I was in a rush to make it on time and we were going to a nice theater. Story of my life, Maddie. I didn't have any dresses clean, so I had to wear a dirty one. Story of my life as well. Literally, whoever has dresses clean. No one. No one in the world. It's impossible to do it. Uh, Maddie continues. I got there and my friend had already gotten our seats, so I was rushing to get my ticket. The employee gave it to me and said, enjoy the movie. And of course, I replied, you too. It's just one of those moments where I literally want a hole to open up for me to fall into. Yesterday sucked, but at least I liked the movie. Anyway, you two seem like girls I would love to be friends with. I laugh all the time. Anyone who laughs all the time is welcome to be our friend, let me tell you, because that's pretty much all we do. That is between all we do. dirty dresses and going to movies. Though, well, I don't go to movies. No, you've never been to a movie. I went to... And I didn't like La La Land, so maybe we wouldn't be friends, but maybe we would. You didn't like it because it was musical theater. I didn't like it for a lot of reasons. Um, nobody cares what they are. So. Were, were there any twin ghosts? Um, the ghost of my giving a shit, which departed the theater. I kept coming up with new terrible puns. I was like, blah, blah, bland. And then, you know, thinking of horrible things to tweet, but then I didn't ever tweet them. You already told the story on the podcast. Well, maybe it got deleted. I have to tell every story I've ever told just in case. Please don't. Your twin ghost funeral, my friend. Do you want to Anyway, hear me? Maddie, thank you for yes. writing in. We appreciate it. Send us your joke life moments anytime. We'll be your friend. Keep We're funny. Coming. Keep up the dirty Keep dress wearing. Yeah, the dirtier the better, as we've said. We'll put you on the cover of a book. My dress that I wear every day, I call it my hobo dress. So I hear you, Maddie. I hear you. Trash shoes, hobo dress, dirty hair. Lifestyles. All right. My joke life moment is, I don't know, less than 48 hours after I broke my computer, I got a flat tire. Um, on my truck and it's cause the tires are kind of old. They don't have very much miles on them, but they're older and it was, uh, 20 degrees and somehow that like cracked the tire. Um, and so I decided to drive out of the mountains where I was camping to a gas station to have AAA come and help me with my spare. Um, and then I could then the next day get it repaired or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drove about 30 minutes to a gas station, which was, I'm pretty sure, about as long as the tire emptying out would last. So it was kind of a miracle yeah, that I made it there. That's dangerous because you can hurt the rims and so forth. Right. But I was like, it, it's, I was like, there's no way they'll be able to like find me out in the middle of nowhere where I'm camping, um, et cetera, et cetera. It'll be easier if I get like close to the freeway. Yeah. So when the tow truck driver came up, he was like, 
did you know you're in the most dangerous place in Arizona? And I was like, haha, what? <laughs> no. And, um, and he was like, yeah, see, it's right there. And he pointed at this mural that was like painted on the side of the gas station. And I was parked next to it and I'd been looking at it and it says Bowie, Arizona, home of the brave. And there's this man standing and it's like, it's huge. And so like his head is like what I've been looking at in the mural. And he's like, see, that's your, uh, that's your warning right there. This whole town's owned by the cartel. Oh my God. And I was like, ha ha, still not sure what conversation we're having. (laughs) And he says, yeah, (laughs) if this gas station had been closed, you and your truck would be long gone. In fact, you'd be in Mexico in a sex ring. Jeez. And I was like, like, well, what do they feed you at the sex ring? I was like, what part of Mexico is it in? Right. I was like, "Is is it warm there? Can I drink all day? <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, uh, I like, I didn't even know if he was like joking around or if he was like being like parental, like telling me I need to be safer. Yeah. Which, like, I didn't even know. So I was just like, ha, ha, ha. and also <laughs> a little and a little bit scared. Sure. But also like, OK, it is dark, but it's only 630 p.m., right? The gas station is open and busy. Like, people are coming and going the whole time I'm there getting gas. I went into the gas station to get candy and coffee and say, hey, I got a flat tire. I'm parked outside waiting for AAA, right? Like, I'm constantly... Don't let anyone murder me. Right. I'm constantly making uh, connections with people running businesses so that, you know, everyone knows where I am and what I'm doing. Right. You were the last person that saw me. So I don't have to go work at the Mexican cartel. And I'm right. <laughs> I like how Mostly. it's. Wor- I like how you called it working at. Like it's like it's like clocking in. Hi, Mexican Mexican cartel. Can I help you? Clock- how may I direct your I'm call? clocking in at the sex ring. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> clocking in at the sex ring. <laughs> it's my favorite. If I had aim, that would be my away message. It would be clocking in at the sex ring. Brb. So, um, so <laughs> that's awful. We like give money to like prevent sex trafficking, yeah, by the way, do. if anyone I thinks know. that we are yeah, like no. being shitty people like no. we are, but it's, it's just a, it's a funny concept, but it's not a funny thing in real life. I get that. Yes. No, we think trafficking is awful and, uh, can't believe that it goes on in our country and in our border countries. Yes. Um, so I'm like. I'm like scared, but also like, well, I feel like I've taken all the safety precautions I can. I'm like, this gas right, station. Right. Like, what is, else are you supposed to do? Right. This gas station is selling like a billion different tourist tchotchkes. Like, there's no suggestion that anything. There's just so much is candy out of here. Place. <laughs> there's so I many, bought so much there's candy. There's so many cactus magnets. <laughs> but then I like take another look at the. Um, mural there's a gun on the cactus magnet yeah and i (laughs) i realize that the man is holding a automatic uh like assault rifle 
Uh, oh my god, that's crazy. And I was like I already know the end of the story, so I'm pretending to sound like I don't know what it is, but that is crazy. If you're was, like, oh my god, I didn't notice that that guy has a rifle. That's yeah, kind of scary. and well, and I was like, oh my gosh, like is this like, like I thought it was fun um, community art, but maybe this is like maybe it's literally a warning sign, like he said, like the cartel has made this to be like we're watching you. Um, and so I'm like kind of scared. Anyway, he changes my tire. Thankfully, I didn't even have a spare. I had like a full fifth tire, so. Now I don't have to solve that problem for a while. Um, but uh, yeah. but get this. So after I like hightail it out of town, um, then I look up the location on Instagram to see what pictures other people have posted. And tons mm-hmm. and tons of people have posted pictures with the mural. And it turns out it's Rambo, a popular film icon. <laughs> And it's uh-huh. his, and it's his birthplace, and it is public art. And so, oh my god! I don't know. So what was that guy trying to do? Like I scare don't you, know. or just? Do you think he's just dumb? And he's like, "This must mean." Do you think? Okay. Do you think he saw the picture and he was like, "This must mean that the Mexican cartels like own this kind of land," and he's never seen another mural with a gun in it, so he assumed it was the most dangerous like place. I don't know, man. Like I don't know if he like just doesn't know that it's Rambo. Or, like, if he does, but, like, it's still really dangerous. I don't know. God, so many unanswered questions, and we'll we'll never be able to talk to him. So, yes, it's a joke life moment that I didn't know it was Rambo, and, you know. Neither did he, apparently. So, everyone's sharing in that joke life moment. Yep. All right, that's all I've got. Um me too. We have a website. That's actually how you say me also in Spanish. It's a little Spanish for you. Me too. Say it again with a Spanish accent. Me too. <laughs> I do a little Spanish. Me gusta. Me gusta Taco Bell. That's the Spanish I know. Dos, uno, cero. Okay. I'm getting ready for New Year's Eve. I'm counting down. Oh, I've actually been told that I have Cinco, a really good cuatro, tres, um, dos, uno, cero. Oh, wow. Backwards, even. I've been told that I have a very good, good um, accent languages. Like, I think I'm able to hear them really well and pick up how to say them very well. So, that's, yet that's, another thing. I'm very proud of myself for no reason at all. I'm the opposite. I um. I can read and write language a lot better than I can ever speak or hear it. I can like like my French that I took my entire life. Cannot speak it, cannot hear it. Oh, that's too bad. All right, let's let's close this out. Let's r- clock out, let's, if you will. Let's clock clocking out, out at the sex ring. Clocking out at the sex ring. Uh, okay, you can find us at twogirlstalking.club where you can find a whole bunch of cool links, like a place to submit your joke life moment. You can buy my book. What? Who said that? You should do that. Um, but hurry because they're almost gone and I'm not going to print a second edition because I'm very lazy. So um, if you're in Los Angeles, we're going to do a book signing party sometime in the we new are? year. Bethany said she's going to plan it and she like insisted. So yeah, take it up with Bethany, my dear friend. Well, she's I, may, very sweetly- I may or may not be there depending on when it is. Well, ask Bethany. I don't know. And I haven't even... Yeah, it's a long story. Anyway, so 
Uh, two leave girls us, talking. Leave Club us a review your- on iTunes, Maddie, please, yes. and all your friends. <laughs> yes, everyone, and subscribe individually. This is me begging on iTunes. <laughs> I know at this point we're just shamelessly begging. I don't care. Once again, uh, let me go through our list of people we'd love to hear from. Shame- Joey. Speaking of shamelessly, trashes. Uh, yeah. Do our list Joey, of friends. It- Okay, our list of friends. Uh, Graham, we love you. Joey, uh, if you're out there, we'd love to hear from you. We miss you. It's almost time for Sinterklaas to come <gasps> in his cape and bounce over the hills. Oh. Or whatever his name was. The Count, that's the right. Count. It's time for das-, das Count to bounce over the hills in his cape. Um, and who else? Oh, Gabon. Gabon, if you're out there, we'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. All right. Bye. Peace.